Hello and welcome to the Apex Perspective Podcast. Uh, this is a little preamble beforehand. We couldn't come up with a name at, when we started recording our first pilot episode, uh, but we have finally named ourselves and we are the Apex Perspective. So here's a little bit of intro music and enjoy the show. Welcome to the first inaugural pilot episode of the Team Apex uh, podcast production. So we are delving into the podcast realm now. And uh, after, you know, making some videos on YouTube, uh, some content on Instagram and TikTok, we're deciding to keep expanding uh, kind of our kind of our reach and our reach in social media. We're, so we're expanding to a, to a podcast setting now. And uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, anything and everything. It gives yeah. a little more time to um, to delve into some topics, some product lines, uh, the state of the retail, state of the hobby, and all this other good stuff. And today, I am joined by two fine gentlemen, the Mr. Mr. Yu-Gi-Oh himself, Elpidio Perez. Say hello, Pedio. The Apex Trio? The Apex Trio, yes. And the man, the myth, the legend, the one that started the Apex Color and the Team Apex, Mr. Leo Sarmiento. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. Sure. Having me, I'm excited to be here. But yeah, no, you're you're 100% correct, Frank. Um, I think the the main purpose of this podcast is to dive in more in depth in stuff we rip. Yes, stiff stuff we see, you know, in the market where it's going, things like that. Because when you're recording a YouTube video, you don't want to talk too much because then it lengths the video, and people yes. aren't there to listen you listen to you spiel for half an hour on Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Pokemon, they're yeah. there to see what you rip. And we've come a long way. I don't know if you remember this, Peter, but Leo and I, we had some family over from uh, out of state here, and uh, we showed them our, our YouTube channel. Oh, don't, don't, bring, and, up, don't uh, bring up the first <laughs> videos, because it was, it was, it's a learning curve, right? Yeah, because 100%. you learn as you go, you get experience as you go. I'll be the first to admit I'm not as shaky as I once was. <laughs> if you guys want to see how shaky we were, go watch our first couple of videos. Yeah, yeah, we were very really monotone. We were, we were like, monotone. My and... name is video. I this video. Our we're hands were talk about our hands were shaking after we pull a big pull or anything like that. My hands would always be sweating. So we've come a long ways. We've knocked over the phone while we're recording. Oh, that was, <laughs> it, it was awful, man. But it's been a fun ride. Um, it definitely has, and you know, uh, you know, to kind of continue our pilot episode, we'll talk about a little bit of our our story and how we came about. Uh, so you know, there was one day. I, I, who, who who can describe the story a lot better than I can? I think it was more, <laughs> more, more. I think more Pedio who started of this of how we started started recording. Oh, like YouTube. Yeah. Oh, I. I, I remember, think go ahead. so. Honestly, I think what it was is this was brought up because. COVID hit, right? Yeah. And obviously, I think we jumped on the bandwagon of trading cards. Oh, just just for context and time-wise, time, time wise, we are in... Uh, it is July 18th, 2023. Uh, we've been in uh, uh, starting YouTube videos for now for two years now. It's It's been, I think, what, mid-2021, I want to say? Yep. Right, you know, in the thick of COVID, where, you know, the world was flipped upside down and... Yeah. There's a lot of negatives with that, but one of the positives for the card market is that it exploded. It really did. It exploded not only for sports, but for Yu-Gi-Oh, not Yu-Gi-Oh, but Pokemon. 
a lot of things because I don't know about you guys, but I remember going to our local Walmart even what a year before, and the the aisle was open, it was full of stuff. Open like, you aisle, just saw full stuff. of stuff. Prism, Yu Gi Oh stuff, Pokemon, like stuff that you would die for now. Yeah, you would see it in clearance because yeah. no one wanted yeah. it. That's right. And COVID hit, and it exploded that market. And so I think the way it started, going back to the question, is I think one day I approached, I think it was you, Lo. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm like, we're ripping a lot of stuff. Why not record it? Yeah. <laughs> and this was during the times where, like, Hidden Fates, like, that's a really good set now. Yeah. yeah. And this was stuff we could find. It was harder, right? Because <laughs> everyone wanted it. Right. But this was also where... NFL, what was it, Select, Select. with yeah. Aaron Rodgers. That were, stuff was, that, we're, we're not flippers, right? No, but not at all. Remember, we would stand at Target at like <laughs> 3, 4 in the morning yep. to get the product to just rip it. Yeah. Well, I remember and, Leo getting tackled at Walmart at one point uh, from the stories you guys told me. Well, it was... <laughs> It, it would have been funny. Not funny, because, you know, we're yeah. adults and we got to yes. behave like adults, right? But... It, it was insane how, like, the doors would open. Like, Walmart here would open, what, 8? Yep. And I I included, you would have to run to the cart, <laughs> to cart aisle because if not, people were just, with carts, yeah. just push everything to their cart. And granted, that's not cool, right? I, I was always one that I'll grab my two or three, but I got to leave stuff for the rest. Yeah. And... You know, that's common courtesy, and, you know, the, I mean... Courtesy every- is a lost... <laughs> it's a lost... <laughs> Lost thing in today's world. Yeah. And remember, Frank, we would be just ripping it. And I think it just came about like, you know, we've we got this cool card. Why not record it? I think that I think it really sparked because Leo hit the Charizard from Hidden Fates. Yeah, that, that goes the black now. shiny the shiny promo. Yeah, that goes now for like four hundred bucks. Yeah. And I hit the the one from uh Shining Fates. Yeah. That's only like a hundred bucks now, but back in the day it was like two, three hundred dollars. Yeah, and that's where our rule came from, uh, never rip off camera. <laughs> Not only that, but it was like, Leo, like, why don't we record this? Like, this would have been cool to share with everyone else, not only what we hit, but I, even before this, I would YouTube, like, what can you hit from whatever product it was? Yeah. So why not spear and try that, um, that market? Yeah. And I I think that's how it started. I don't know. Do you... What do you recall, Lel? Go ahead, Lel. I was going to... I have... One quick second. I just have one thing to mention, too. Um, Because I remember at that time, TikTok, the app, was coming out. I think it came out in 2019, roughly. But I remember during COVID time, it was just all... Well, my feed... My entire feed was just people ripping cards. And it was anything and everything. Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, anime, uh, sports, obviously. And uh, I think it just took off after that. Lel? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it was a very it was a it was an interesting time because we were coming right out of COVID. It was, you know, mid to early twenty twenty one when, you know, stuff was just opening back up. You know, everyone was masked up and everything, and like Peter mentioned, it was three, four, five in the morning when we were out there standing in line. You know, just talking. With everybody that's standing in line, making new friends, trying to get our hands on the latest trading cards because during that time, it was just nearly impossible to get your hands on anything you could. Obviously, there's a whole lot of reasons that we can dive into further in depth, but... That was the chase, right? It was the chase. Because not a lot was out there, and 
It was hard people to get, wanted it. It was hard to and get your hands on, and lots of people wanted it. And <laughs> well, look at the look at the biggest thing for me outside of NFL Select is the Pokemon Shining Fates ETBs. Those was it's like gold. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think it was more gold than like during COVID with like hand sanitizer. Like remember when you had a fight for those? Like you had to go to like twenty <laughs> different. No court. one could. Toilet I, paper. Do you guys remember that? I was about to say. I remember seeing rolls of toilet paper on eBay go for about twenty dollars a pop. And water I was like, bottles. Like, yeah, it's water insane. bottles. Everything. Like, the essentials for human life, right there. Man, it was crazy. And for us, cards. <laughs> yeah. uh, the priorities right there. That's what we were most focused. And granted, on. for context. We're, at least I can speak for myself, I'm really big into Yu-Gi-Oh! I've always, you know, Pokemon's always been my thing. Um, In recent years, I hadn't been buying Pokemon cards because, you know, for whatever reason. But, again, with COVID, that really brought up that spark again. Like, oh, I want to start opening Pokemon cards again. I want to start opening sports cards, things like that. And that's when the market exploded. Right now, it's kind of as of, you know, today's recording... You can find a lot of stuff in retail. It's kind of slowed down it a little bit. It kind of slowed down because, yeah. you know, <laughs> poor printers are on overload. Yeah, I think it's a combination year. of both. It's The market's it, it's, down. It's slowed down, but it's also the retailers are finally at a point where they can mass produce. There's no supply chain issues, like them, them getting stock for their... You know, materials to make their cards and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. it's, it's, everything's accessible again, so they weren't having trouble, like... Oh, we ran out. We can't put any product because we don't have access to our materials to put stuff out. Not only that, but remember, a lot of them were shut down. Yeah. Workers weren't able to work. A yeah. lot of them were were working from home. So, and that's part of the reason why that demand was so high is because there was so little product out there. Yeah. That when you did see it, like, oh, I have to get this right now, or else I'm not going to see this for months. Yeah. And the other thing too was uh, at, when, during COVID too. I mean, I I work in the agriculture industry, and so. I remember a lot of the times hearing about ports being closed. And so, I mean, there, there's that way you mentioned, Lil, about, you know, the supply and demand being there mm-hmm. or their product or being able to get their materials to make these products. So, yeah. you know, having the ports closed is, is never, is, is going to slow things down quite a bit and, you know, things will get limited. But, you know, uh, it is, uh, thankfully nowadays we, we are out of it. We're moving forward and we're, you know, getting to the new normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's a little preview of uh, kind of like a, of what we think of what's going on right now, uh, you know, just a little bit about ourselves. Pedro mentioned he's a big Pokemon fan, and I know he's a big Pokemon fan. And that's why one of the reasons we're, we're all good friends. We have something really in common that we all enjoy at the same time. And some of those things being soccer, sports, and uh, just kind of hanging around with each other and, uh, you know, just talking, talking. Uh, I haven't decided if we want to be, be a PG podcast or a G podcast. I don't know what our language barriers are going to be set right now, but... Uh, uh, you mean I can't say... <laughs> <laughs> that's what we gotta decide on on what how we want to approach this podcast do we want to be that genuine and just target that audience and you know feel free to be a little bit more ourselves and just you know expressive be a little expressive <laughs> throw in some uh flavorful words per se i think so my two cents on that is i think you, you can do all that without using the f word yeah without using you know profanity per se yeah because you can be genuine without having to use those words. Are some of them going to slip in? Sure. And yeah, I yeah, and yeah. I can say that because we're here together. And when you're with friends, you typically tend to be more comfortable. Yeah. And you typically tend to let loose language-wise. Yeah. You, we, we, we. So if you hear a beep, that's Leo editing <laughs> me saying the F word or whatever. 
But no, I think that's, at least I don't know what your, what's your thought on it, Lau. I think that's where, at least for me, I think we can be genuine and talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, Star Wars, whatever yeah. we're talking about without having to curse every two words. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. I mean, there's a, there's a format for us to, you know, put ourselves out there and we want to put ourselves in a good light and not be known for... <laughs> <laughs> known for bad things. Well, look at the YouTube no, channel. Known for stuff. Look at the yeah. YouTube channel, Frank. We have, I don't think... Has a curse word ever come out of there? Probably once or twice, but I think... Oh, I remember when I was recording. Yeah, I think we've edited it out. <laughs> so I think yeah. that's a... That's a good standard. That's a route we yeah. go. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, we're making progress, boys. We're making good progress. Well, I mean, kind of to get into like a... I think this is a good intro for our our podcast. And just kind of got to get into like a... You know, not I don't want to call it like a segment, but call it the topic of the day. I don't want to be, you know, saying that over and over again, but we're just going to get stuff, get right into some of the topics that we've already planned and discussed hand, beforehand. Uh, we, so far right now for this first podcast, we are at 13 minutes already, and that's just, as we haven't even really talked about a topic of the day or anything like that. So here, I have a topic of the day. Well, And ahead. I think we can each go, and then uh, we'll call it a night. Okay. And we'll start with you, since you oh, okay. are spearheading the, the project. Is um, where do you want to see the channel in a month? The Couple channel, months. the the, the channel, channel, the YouTube channel. Yeah, where do you where do you see it? Okay, where do you want it to see it go? You know, for me personally, the YouTube channel, I have so much fun ripping it, and I have fun uh, every now and then helping Leo, you know, do edits or make make some backdrops or thumbnails for that. But for me personally, the way I want to see, I just don't want to talk about the channel, but I want to talk about kind of like the our our team essentially. I guess channel. Is a bad word. I meant to say, like, because you're right. I guess we're diving into this realm. Yeah. Where do you want to see the brand in a couple months? So, yeah. So the our Apex brand, because I know you yes. wanted to do pro- podcasts. Obviously, YouTube's a big thing. You can't forget yeah. about that, right? No, no, yeah. We can definitely upload a pot this kind of podcast and just put it into our uh, into the YouTube feed as well. And to wherever podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, we can find it. We can put it on there as well. But for me personally, the way I want to see the channel grow is I want to see it growing. I mean... We some of some of us in our little team we have really nice computers and you know we kind of want to delve into streaming. I personally want to get into streaming a little bit. You know maybe stream uh, some some of our FIFA games of pro clubs. Uh, we do we do play a lot of that and we do have kind of like a team of uh, like eleven essentially now. We have a full squad. Uh, I kind of want to you know stream that or uh, every now and then do like you know get a maybe we can go onto twitch as well and you know open a hobby box live on camera and do it that way too uh definitely with the podcast this is it's definitely a step in uh in another direction and you know this with the podcast i think it'd be cool just to kind of like talk about uh what we ripped in our videos or like we can do these these podcasts right after we record a couple of videos and talk about what we just we what, what we just ripped and what we see and you know, talk about the sport and uh, give, give some predictions. So, like we like today, we opened up some Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, some soccer, and some uh, what else Marvel. did we rip? Marvel. Marvel. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> so, if we rip to Marvel, I mean, we can do a, po- a, a podcast afterwards and talk about okay, what do we think of the most recent Marvel movies, or what do we think of the future, or what's going to happen in this theories. theory? Discuss theories and yeah. discuss like these outlandish theories, like oh, Tony Stark's going to come back or whatever it may be. For soccer, it'd be talking about what's going on in soccer right now. The For at the moment, World we got Cup. the Women's World Cup coming up. What are our predictions? Are we going to be watching? Are we going to get getting up at midnight to watch a game? Or are we going to stay <laughs> up until 10 o'clock at night to watch a game? Yeah. Uh, and even for uh, for Yu-Gi-Oh, like, 
Well, I mean, I haven't seen a Yu-Gi-Oh card in about maybe more than 10 years now. Yeah. And so it's been a while, and it was pretty cool to rip it today. And, uh, you know, it did bring back a lot of nostalgia. And, you know, seeing that Dark Magician card pull out of a pack, man, what feelings when we were those back in the day. I mean, Yugi was uh, definitely one of the main characters. Well, there is a main character, but he was one of the guys I followed. It's <laughs> <laughs> in the title, Frank. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> yeah, no, right. No, no, no surprise there. <laughs> you don't say it, Frank. You don't say it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I know. That's a, that's a great... That's a great... Um, yeah, but that's Good where point. Um, that's where I'm, I want to see the channel grow. I, I mean, we have a pretty cool little team. We got a good bunch of friends, and we we love to do this all this all this nerdy stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's the potential's there. The you know, it's just growing it more and more, and you know, putting ourselves out there with 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 no fear of what's gonna happen. And that's I mean, that may be the scary thing, you know, getting out of our comfort zone. But you know, it it just takes one step at a time and someone to do it. And I mean. As far as right now, I mean, we're three leaders here and we're taking a step in a different direction and we can definitely, you know, we push each other to do new things and we help each other out and, we, you know, we're, we're taking our steps at a time. So that, that, that's, that's, that's my take for me. Um, hey, Frank, you're going to make me cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, and for the podcast too, I want us to be like our genuine selves. I see like, like how we're talking now, maybe throwing a little Spanglish every now and then and we'll, if we talk Spanish... We'll definitely try our best to just translate right afterwards, just so we can everybody can understand what we're saying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're we we're bilingual on this podcast. <laughs> but, Good stuff, Frank. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm a uh, let, let, let's toss it over to Lil for the meantime. I think I see Pedro deep in thought right now <laughs> uh, of where of what he wants to I'm say. Trying to hold it in, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thank you, Frank. I I mean, it's been an amazing journey so far in these two years that we've done a whole bunch of different things. Um, as far as your question goes of video where we want to see this brand in a couple of months, um, I just want to continue elevating the sort of presentation of our videos. I, I deal more on the editing side of our YouTube channel. Um, I want to bring that production quality up and keep continuing to make the best videos that we can. Mm -hmm. uh, whether that's new intros, new outros, different editing styles, different editing techniques, setting up the studio in a certain way. I want to see just something I would want to watch, you know? I want to put that out for viewers to be like, oh, this is a really well-done video. This is something that I would watch and spend my time. Because at the end of the day, time is money. And, <laughs> and people, like, they're choosing to spend their their day to watch our videos and yeah. I want to make it worthwhile to them to watch these videos and be like oh that was a cool video I'm glad I watched that I want someone to be able to watch our video and be like hey that was a really good video that was that was really well done the, the design was really cool or whatever we got some nice cards that kind of stuff and I want to continue exploring short form content I think that's another big goal for for our brand is putting out short form content that's really nice that's looks really good um at the end of the day i think that's one of the big growths of, of the content creators out there is short form content a lot of people spend their time on their phone they're swiping up on Twi on tiktok and instagram yeah. uh so i think it's definitely an avenue where we can pursue and see the brand grow because of it uh so that's definitely something we could explore more you know 
spend some time learning how to edit short form content, highlight videos. Um, and another piece too is like we go to a lot of comic cons. I think it'd be a really cool idea to, you know, put ourselves out there and take the time to record videos like while we're there. Do some vlogging. Vlogging, vlogging type, or even if it's just like a highlight sequence of what we do and show before and after. Yeah. Of you know Funko Pops that we get signed or. Uh, standing in line waiting for a photo op or you know standing in line waiting to get an autograph that kind of stuff I think that's definitely another aspect of the channel we could explore because we meet lots of cool people lots of cool people come celebrities come to our area we go meet them spend time out of our day you know going to these conventions Um, I think that could be a really cool aspect of something we could put on the channel and show uh to other people just a question of like you said you know losing that fear and just putting ourselves out there yeah putting ourselves out there and take the time to just go for it whether it looks bad or good you know i mean <laughs> you, know, you won't know until you actually record it for yourself yeah and see what it looks like I and mean, obviously we're gonna be trying our best maybe you'll see this down the line but we're definitely gonna be we're definitely we definitely sorry i, I like to repeat myself a lot <laughs> i do this in class too but uh uh, we, uh, excuse me. We like to do. We like to put out our best work as possible as much as we do. We love to make sure that our work is a hundred percent good. We're pretty self-critical of each, of our own work, and we tend to we tend to be a little more negative. But you know, we still gotta remember to take the positive and you know keep doing keep doing the best of what we can do good and keep doing it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let me write that down. Let me write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. No, I, uh, something that stuck, at least for me, is what you said, time. Mm-hmm. You, the most valuable thing we have in life is time. Yeah. And the fact that people click on our videos, if the fact that people take the time to look at our stuff, that's, that's crucial to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty amazing to think, kind of take a step back and, and think to where about we that. were to yeah. where we're at now. And I think you're right. And for me personally, I just like having a platform where we can not only talk to one another about this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but for me, I like to talk a lot and connecting with other people who are into similar interests as you is, I think, is beautiful part of the hobby. Yes. And like Lel said. We go to conventions, I can't say daily, but we try to hit a few a year of the bigger ones, right? Yeah. Uh, the most recent one we attended was, outside of the Spokane one, was ECC. Yeah. Right? All, and that's one of the bigger ones. Yeah. Right. That's one of the bigger ones. And I think for me, the beautiful thing is when you talk to other people there who are there for similar reasons. Yeah. Where, oh, hey, so-and-so is here. So, for example, in ECC, Mark Ruffalo was there. So we met a lot of people who are into Marvel, right? And we're really big into Marvel. So just talking to other people about Marvel was, I think, is beautiful, right? Yeah. Yeah, just the fact that there are like 100,000 people in a building at the same time that are all... Into similar stuff that you are. They are not there because... (laughs) I mean, everyone everyone obviously has their own reasons for being there. But it's in the general umbrella of a certain topic. The building, right? Yeah, How many times have we not waited in line and you are talking to the person 
next to you about <laughs> similar things. Like, hey, like, for example, when you're walking up to get your Funko sign, oh, what are you going to put on your Funko? Yeah, yeah. Like, just conversations like that is what stick to me, right? <laughs> I saw that sign, I know. I know what you were referencing to. I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's not, it's not only that, but it's also the the genuine feeling you get from these other people that you've never met in your life that yeah. are super excited about meeting that they're like, there for the same thing yeah and it's just like two random people who could be from totally different parts of the country or the be, world even happen to be standing in line together both geeking out about connecting that. about the same thing yeah yeah and yeah. I, I don't know about you guys but for me every time i've gotten something signed every time i've gotten a photo up the actors or voice actors whoever they are they're genuine like they're, yeah. I always yeah, tell the, the vast majority. Yeah, are yeah well, at least yeah. for me personally, yeah. I, you guys have met a lot more people than me. Yeah, obviously they, I I believe that a lot of them don't need to be there for the financial aspect because they I feel like they have a ton of money. Obviously, there's some that have to be there for you know pay the bills. Right, but a lot of them, I genuinely feel that they're there you know to interact with fans, to make yeah. someone's day by just scribbling on their Funko. Yeah. By taking a picture with them, things like that. Just even a simple hello and thank yeah. you. Yeah. I remember the first time. Well, the first time we went to a comic con, it was back in 2015, and uh, some of the big shows at the time were Arrow, and uh, it was funny because it was our first comic con and our first comic con experience there. And uh, we're standing in line for the Dark Archer. The uh, so, I, so granted, I haven't heard the story. So oh, yeah, heard no, the story? So, no, okay, okay. <laughs> for context, I have not heard the story, so I really... So, and that's why another reason for the podcast, right? Where yeah. we can talk about stuff like this. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead, Frank. Yeah. I, I genuinely have not heard the story, so go. Right. I'm very intrigued because I hear, I see Leo like, giggling, so I don't yeah. know what happened. Yeah. So, basically, what the what was going on is that, that show was pretty popular, and Leo and I, were we were into that show quite a bit, and uh, uh, at that Comic-Con, they brought the main villain, the Dark Archer, which is also... Uh, well, it's not really spoiler warning, but now that, you know, it's been quite a bit, it's bit of time, it's, the show's ended now, and... Uh, yeah. The the actor who played the Dark Archer was John Barrowman, and he did he does a bunch of other stuff. He's pretty popular for Arrow and Doctor Who, um, from what I remember and seen. But uh, you know, I mean, Peter's shaking his head; he doesn't know the guy. No, I've never I've never seen Arrow. Yeah, I've never seen the TV show Flash or things like that. Yeah. And I know they cross over. Yeah, they do that a lot, but you know, it's 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 all good. But anyways, back to the story. Uh, we were standing in line for the Dark Archer. He shows up. The crowd goes wild. And the crowder you guys are <laughs> no, There was a big crowd. There was a big crowd. There was a big line there. There was a group of about, you know, I want to say about 50 people waiting in line with us. And uh, he comes out, a big extravag- extravagant, and he just hypes up the crowd. And, you know, Lil and I, we were about like maybe 15 people in, uh, 20 people in. And so as we were getting closer and closer, uh, I'm there just kind of like minding my business, you know, just like. I'm excited to excited to meet him, say hello, and all that good stuff. And I was I didn't look at Leo's face, but he was just kind of standing there, like really still. Just is that true, Leo? <laughs> I'll, I'll explain my side <laughs> okay. story afterwards. <laughs> After he's been explaining his side of the story, so we go up, we pay for our autograph, and Leo has not said a single word this entire time, and he just walks up, points at the picture, hands it to John Barrowman. He signs it, and then Leo just walks away, not saying a single word. He's starstruck completely. That was the first time I've ever seen Leo starstruck. 
And we just walked away, and I was just the one that was like, oh, thank you. Nice to meet you. And Frank then, the collected one? <laughs> the cool, common collected? Because I've witnessed Frank. <laughs> that's another story for another Not episode movie, there. But, <laughs> but that's what happened with, yeah, from my so, point of view. So for me... <laughs> <laughs> So for me, I mean, it was uh, this was eight years ago now. I was junior high, I think, 14, 14 years old. And honestly, I... You didn't I, date it, yourself, though. Wow. I know. Been... It was... It was <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't want to say my age either. <laughs> so, yeah, this... I mean, I didn't know... This is our, our first Comic-Con experience. Yeah. Like, we had seen and heard about Comic-Con, you know, on social media, that kind of stuff. And being there was a surreal experience for me because it's like, oh, wow. I'm like, I'm actually living this right now. This is... This is what it's like. This is yeah. a con experience. And standing in line, honestly, like, I did not know what to do with myself because <laughs> I, I didn't know how to act. So I'm a very visual learner, and I, 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 I learn by seeing other people do things. And at the time, I just had never seen or done anything like that before, like standing in line, you know, paying for the autograph, picking out the picture, handing it to the celebrity. I, I Honestly, I didn't know what the process was like, and what to do so it's not so much that i was starstruck i I was starstruck but (laughs) it's just like oh wow like this person is like actually happening right now and it was i guess at the time just like an overload for me because all these different emotions are going through me and it's like this is happening right now and by the time i knew what was going on i was like we were standing outside of the line already with my signed picture in hand (laughs) so (laughs) it was a it was a pretty cool experience it's it's a very unique and it's one that we remember a lot because it's the first the first time we you know went to comic-con and yeah. got, got something signed by a celebrity um so after that you know we started going to more and we get more comfortable we bring other we, friends yeah. we meet more people and it's, it's it, 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 you, you become accustomed to it and you start to sort of learn how the flow of comic-con is and it was it was a, it's a it's a really cool experience if you've never gone to a comic-con i definitely you know recommend you try and go out there and you know experience that for yourself if you're yeah. if you're into that kind of thing like if you're scared about going out there like oh i have no one to go with i i say just buy your ticket and go you're gonna meet lots of people that are there for the same thing that you are i can guarantee you that and you're gonna be able to connect with them yeah on that like oh like a lot of voice actors and i see my hero funko's in front of me they're there let's say a my hero voice actor is there they're there to meet that person well yeah. most likely right and then you can be like, oh, did you see who? that character out of My Hero in that episode? And then yeah. the conversation just takes off from there yeah. because yeah. you can connect on that level. It's a lot easier to connect with people with like these similar interests at a convention than it is at a workplace. Because <laughs> at a workplace, <laughs> when you're trying to make you know your work friends and whatnot, uh, you kind of have to be a little more professional and be careful what you say right. and just kind of like... You want to know, you want to get to know them a little bit more, but you also want to be, you know, professional about it and the way you approach it as well. So it is a lot tougher to talk about with, uh, you know, with your colleague or whoever it is about like, oh, did you catch the latest My Hero episode? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, that's until you get to that comfortable level with, you know, with your coworkers there until um, if you share those interests as well, too. So yeah. it's a lot easier definitely at a con, uh, but it's a little tougher, you know, outside of the con place. Yeah. 100%. I mean... I, I, I say it's it's a fun experience whether you go with friends or not or you go with family. It, it's a great time. It's definitely you should definitely try it to see if it's something you're interested in. You can definitely meet a lot of people, and I understand some people like aren't aren't fans of big crowds and that kind of stuff. But I'd say it's worth the, the at least a one time experience. Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta check it out. 
And yeah. it's uh, the cool thing with cons is uh, they're nationwide. Yeah, yeah. A lot of smaller ones are nationwide. Obviously, the bigger ones, San Diego, Salt uh, wherever Lake. Ace yeah. has. Um, <laughs> and it's definitely grown, especially in the last ten years. Like if we go back ten years, even to twenty fifteen, when we went to our first Comic Con. At the time, it was definitely there was regional cons, but they were mainly only a few. So we had like the it was only like in Emerald, the big cities, Emerald City. We had Rose City. Mm-hmm. Um, there, just, there's more cities now that have you know grown and sort of created these smaller communities to bring these comic cons to bring more actors into smaller towns and even to a local a local a shops. local shops. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely exploded in popularity in the last ten years and it's going to continue to grow. Uh, I'm sure if you spend some time in research wherever you may live, you'll probably find some stuff somewhere nearby in the near vicinity where they're doing like celebrity signings. They brought so and so actor they bring to someone. do yeah to do some type of signings. Yeah, so I think it's definitely it's definitely grown over the last ten years. Well, yeah, guys, no, I uh, um, that's a yeah, and I think we can make an episode in itself about conventions because I have stories for days. On I think how, we all do have stories on for how days. How those interactions have um, have come about. Our trip to Chicago. Our, no, but that's that's part of the convention, right? And we can talk in a in a future episode. Oh, part man. of the experience is getting there, especially yeah. if it's out of town. Oh man, our Salt, Salt Lake road trip. Why else would we have gone to Utah? I don't have family out there. Not why else would I have gone out there? Right? I don't know about you guys. I can't speak for you guys. No. Why I don't have family in Chicago yet? I went there for a convention. Yep. Yeah. Right? We so. got photographic evidence of being there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I think I think that's a good spot to, to close it on our pilot slash episode one. Yeah, but, I think this is definitely a cool little experience that, yeah. you know, we're trialing. It's, it's something that's going to continue to improve over time. Yeah. And I think this will make the light of day. I think yeah. this was a pretty, pretty good... Uh, Episode one. Even though we still work, we're working on the name, guys. Bear with us as we uh, as we do this process of you know delving into the podcast realm. But you know, without further ado, I want to say thank you to Elpidio. Yes, sir. And thank you to Leo. Thank you for having me. And you know, from Team Apex and from us, uh, don't from, forget from to, us and Team Apex. Don't forget to oh. check out our uh, most recent video yeah. on YouTube at Apex Pack Openings. Don't make don't forget uh, to please give us a follow on TikTok on Instagram. Same same name. At Apex Pack Openings. We'll have all those links available in the description from all of us here at Team Apex, wherever you're at. Take care and don't forget to smile, and we'll see you in the next one.